special guest here with, here with me today, uh, my brother, um, DJ Strawberry. Welcome to the Go Turbulence Friends Garrison of the Citizen State Network. Man, I appreciate you being on. Um, where you at right now? I know you're overseas. Where you at right now? Yeah, I'm out in Spain right now, uh, out in Mercia, Spain. Oh, yeah? It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's straight, man. Still still blessed to be playing basketball. You know, that's the thing. Now, I already know. How the fam doing? Fam is doing great, man. They love it out here. Weather's good. Um, everybody's just trying to stay safe right now. Yeah, man, we got that snow back this way up in Maryland, man. The cold weather. I, I wish I was in Spain right now, bro. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was out in Spain right now, man. Hey, but you been checking out uh, any of the turfs lately, though, man? The games? Man, I, ha I haven't got a chance to check on uh, college basketball, period, this year. You yeah. know, like, for me, I mean, I, I was watching one game of college basketball, and for me, it's been it's kind of weird with no fans, college basketball, because that's the whole point of a college basketball. That's how you get hyped. That's the, where the energy comes from. Exactly. And just uh, seeing it with no fans, it, it was kind of, um, I mean, it was still good basketball, but it was kind of right. different for me. Right, exactly, man. And that's what I was talking to. You know, I had Coach Williams on, man, and uh, I was talking to Coach Turgeon uh, the other couple yeah. of days ago, man, and just talking about, like, just not having no fans. Like, you go from one year, Especially with the players, when you go from one year to having, you know, I had Comcast, you know, I had the Comcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. jumping, and then you go to, you know, no fans with the whole COVID. Then they had a chance last year to go far, man, and possibly win a chip, and then they just end the season like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's probably crazy for the coaches too, because you know, uh, they kind of gotta tone it down a little bit as well, because you know how with with the fans, you can't hear everything that they're saying now. They kind of right. just kind of be easy. Hey, bro, hey, I was talking to uh, a couple of the other players, man, like about G-Dub. Like, man, oh, imagine man. if G-Dub. <laughs> hey, bro, I was like, yo, imagine if G-Dub was coaching during this era, man. If, yo, yo, if, he, would, if he, he wouldn't be able to do it. He wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> hey, bro, because they'd probably tell him he had to tone it down. He, You know how he going to yeah. go, man. He's like, man, he, he ain't going to do it. You know what I mean? Nah, he can't tone down at all. Once once that game starts, he he's fired up. Oh, you already know, bro. Hey, but hey, what, I know you had a, a lot of schools, man, to choose from. What made you choose to come uh, to the East Coast, man, to come to Maryland, man? Man, so yeah, uh, you know when I came when I came on my visit to Maryland, and uh, man, we played pickup there. Uh, man, everybody was competing so crazy. Everybody was talking trash. And you know, uh, everybody just just was playing. And then after after we went to plan, everybody's just going out together and having a good time and, and you know, hanging together. So it was like a family, but once we stepped on the court, it was like, okay, I don't care who you are, we competing. And you right, know, on the right. West Coast, we got that, but right. on the West Coast, we a little bit more chill with it. When I came yeah. to Maryland, everybody's out, outspoken, talking, you know, yeah. fighting, whatever yeah. it was, everybody was right. fighting for their spot, you know? Right. And uh, I love that about Maryland, about you guys. And it, right. it was really you guys that brought me to Maryland. And uh, my boy, Akene Abekwe was with me. He wanted to go to SC. So I had to, I had to convince him to go to Maryland because I don't know if I could have did it without him. Right, right, right. Yeah, I remember y'all came on campus, man. I remember that whole scenario, you coming on campus. Both of y'all came together on a visit together, right? Yeah. Y'all both came yeah, together. Yeah, that's my man. Like you said, we went on, uh, we played pickup, man. Then we just, like you said, man, we kicked it out the doors, man. And that's when, yeah, yeah. that's when, that's when DC was DC, you know what I mean? Man, and that's when uh, 
Oof, yeah, that's when DC was DC, and uh, everybody was getting all the loving at the University of Maryland. And uh, I mean, it was a uh, it was unbelievable times we had there, and uh, you know, uh, I can't even imagine going anywhere else. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. I know. So, what was your like coming from, like I said, the West Coast, man? That transition, and then coming in from high school, and then coming into Maryland, man. Like your freshman year, what was that experience like? Uh. I can say that I really wasn't shell shocked, you know, coming in. I think, uh, and, and you can you can attest to this too. Um, playing for for a for a big time high school program like Modern Day and Dematha, yeah. they kind of prepare you for what you're going into in college. Like right. you you playing in front of big crowds, you playing the top teams, the top players in the country. So right. when I got to Maryland, I, I think I was fundamentally sound and I was ready to play with other good players because when you play in a, in a program like those programs coming in high school, you have to be able to play with good players. And right. I didn't play my junior year in high school, really. Right. Like I probably averaged like eight or nine minutes my junior year in high school because, mm -hmm. you know, I was I transferred to modern day and I was coming from a school where, you know, I averaged 25 points a game. Right. So, you know, adapting to being able to play with good players and you know, finding your roles within the team, and yeah. and then sacrificing and playing for the team, I think that was what helped me come into Maryland and transition me into being able to play as a freshman with you guys. Right. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, man. You know, you came in, man. Definitely high energy, man. Athletic as a mug. You know, um, <laughs> that defense on strap, man, and then just that uh, heart, man. Like you know, USC yeah. Mac, man. Y'all used to get hyped together. Yeah, like, yeah. Just not, that energy, man, you know, just being hype in the games, man, getting the crowd hype, man. I know the, the fans love that. I know, I know it was a it was a point in time at Merlin, man. You had to switch from the two to the point guard. What was that? What was that transition like? Like, what was that? What was that process like? Cause I know it happened man, quick. It happened, tough, yeah. it, it, it happened quick because and it happened after coming back from tearing my ACL. So I come back from tearing my ACL. And then Coach Williams was like, you're going to have to play the one. And I'm like, wow, all right, cool. You know, I can handle it. I can pretty much handle anything at this point. Like, I, I just want to play. Right. Again. That's what I was. So, you know, uh, tough transition, you know, uh, being a natural two and just a natural off-ball player to going to just handling the ball at every possession, getting getting pressed every, every, every game because every team knew I wasn't a natural point guard. It was it was it was really tough, but it it elevated my game for years to come. I think that that helped me play as many years as I had played professional because you know I got that that point guard perspective. Right. Yeah, man. And and you know I know you talked about that ACL to ACL, man. And I remember in practice when it happened because it, it wasn't even nothing that happened. I think you was running. I think you was running and stuff. I forgot what happened, man. But like. You went down, he just grabbed your knee. It, it looked like nothing. Everybody thought it was nothing major because nothing, yeah. nothing, you know what I mean? Then it happened. So what was what was going through your mind during that time and that whole process, man? And come back, I know you, it was like, a, you had to take a, it was a year off, right? Yeah, I, I took 10 months off pretty much until I got back on the court. Like, uh, it would, I mean, that was some, uh, some dark, some dark days and some dark nights right there, man. Uh, you know, not many people were coming back from ACL surgeries back then. You know, I was uh, pretty much thankful for, uh, I don't know if you remember this, we was we were transitioning from one strength and conditioning coach to another. So I think 
during that summer, we didn't have a strength and conditioning coach. I think it was a couple of replacements and they were working with you guys. So I was working with the women's basketball coach, coach uh, Corliss White. Corliss, yeah, and, yeah. You know, I think I came in a couple of times late in the morning and she was just on my case. Like she was yeah. tough, like, she was tough. She, she told me straight up like, hey, look, if you want to do this, cool. If you don't, I'm a Carolina fan. So if you don't come back, that's better for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, damn, I'm, damn, I'm, bro. okay, yeah, I'm gonna come back and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get back at Carolina. Uh, so she really pushed me, and I, I'm still thankful to this day for, for her. Yeah, man, that's that's tough, man. I know we definitely missed you out there in that court, man. You know, you know, with the energy, man. Yeah, the points, the defense, all that, man. So we saw you go down, man. That was tough, man. Was, uh, especially just yeah, as a go ahead. Yeah, because you know that, like when. We had just beat Memphis by like 30 points. And we had came came back. I think we was going ranked in the top 10 then. We was like, okay, we was coming off an of ACC championship too. We lost on a buzzer beater to Syracuse our Circus, my right. freshman year, sophomore yeah. year. But we coming back thinking like, okay, we're gonna come back, compete for another ACC title and make a run for the final four. We good enough. Right, right. And you know, that was a that was a big blow for, for all of us because you know, we, we was uh, we was on a roll then too. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, you know, just just seeing one of our teammates, our brothers, go down like that, especially man, you know, knowing uh, that what that process is gonna be like, man, and knowing you want to be out there but you can't be out there, you know. Um, but to see you bounce back, man, that was that was like I said, man, that yeah. was due to your 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 confidence, man, and your strength, and 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 deciding to push through, and like I said, definitely helped us, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, so like, what, what was like? I know, I know what you're going to speak on, but what was playing in the ACC? Let's say that now because they're in the Big Ten now. What was that? What was it like for you, man? Playing in the ACC against the Dukes, you know, Carolinas, all those big games, man. With the, with the way yeah. the fans were, like, what was that experience like for you, man? Hey, the ACC was. Uh, I think it was the best thing that ever happened, and it was a, uh, you know, you getting to compete against you know, monsters every night. Right, and it, right, it's right. Like, like, like it was no other, okay, maybe the Big East had that too. Right. But it was no other conference that had what we had, man. It was monsters every night. It didn't matter if you was going into Virginia to go play, Virginia Tech, uh, Clemson, you know, Carolina and Duke. It was, Wake Forest had CP. Man. Uh, man, it was it, it was every night. It was it was uh you going against NBA talent every night, and you right. had to bring your A game. And I think that just brought the best out of all of us. I mean, I, I, I if you was a, a little bit nervous, you was gonna take get taken advantage of. So you couldn't be scared at all. You had to have supreme confidence in yourself and your game, and um and your teammates. So uh, I think I think us being so close. I mean, that's what helped us through the ACC because uh, those. Those games was rough, man. Uh, like you said, man, we we could play Duke one game, man, beat them, then go got go down to V Tech and play them, and it's a dog fight. Or go play Clemson, it's a dog fight. You know what I mean? You know, and they ain't how they go play Duke, Clemson. That but, Clemson was, oof. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you were, it, you was lucky to get out of there with a win. <laughs> exactly. Such, any road games in the ACC? Okay, who you playing? If you get a road win, man, that that's huge. That's huge, man. What was yeah. so? What was what, what was one of some of your best moments, whether it's on the court or off the court, 
you know what I mean, at Merlin, man. You know, what, what were some of the, the best moments? I know you're going, I know you're going to bring up the 2004 AC. You got to, I mean, that's, we all bring that up. So what was some of the, the great, your greatest times, the greatest yeah, moments yeah. on and off the court uh, at Merlin? Man, I mean, definitely that, uh, that ACC tournament, you know, uh, was, was, was something special. You know, uh, what we was all able to do, I mean, and what John was able to do, let, let, let's be real. He was, he led us <laughs> right. and we just followed him. Right. But, uh, I mean, that was, that was a blessing just to, just to be there and experience that and go through that. And uh, I mean, off the court, man, we had so many, so many wild times and so many great nights and fun, so much fun. It was, it, I, I can't just pinpoint one night, man. I think right. it was, or one time, I mean, we was all, always all together and when we all got right. together, it was, uh, it, it was everybody joking on everybody and uh, man, we had some good nights. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> hey bro, hey, I already know, man, I tell people all the time, man, some of my greatest experiences came from at Merlin. Like you said, man, because we, we was we was tighter than a lot of people probably thought we were, man. Like, cause we was, once yeah. you need a call, you know, a lot of times people go out and go their separate ways, whereas us, Man, we hit each other up. What you doing? Hey, come to the crib. Oh, we going out. We going hanging out. We going down the street. Yeah. We doing everything together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doing everything and, together. And and none of us own no jeans. We didn't own a pair of jeans for nothing. We, <laughs> we was in our Maryland sweatsuits everywhere. Hey, bro, we going to the night. We going to the club. Hey, we hey we we in the clubs, bro. We got sweatpants on, sweatshirt. And this is when the time you had to dress up to go to the clubs and stuff. Yeah, man. I was like you I said, man. Up. We in our man sweatsuit. Hey, now nah, it was definitely great times, man. What what was it like for you as a point guard, man? Um, playing with playing playing for G Dub, you know, with his energy, man. And like, how much did he do for you in your game? And you know, I mean, in your, in your transition later on in your career, but this at Merlin, like, what was that experience like for you, man? G Dub. Uh, Man, he believed in me from day one, and that was a that was a big thing for me. Like uh, just stepping in there as a freshman, and him just throwing me out there in the fire in, in, in any game, and playing me in big moments at, at in all games. And I was like, I was like, yo, if this guy believes in me, if this Hall of Fame coach believes in me, man, I got to believe in myself to go out there and right. get the job done. So he gave me supreme confidence, and I felt like, you know, I wasn't the most talented dude, like by far wasn't the most talented basketball player, but, you know, I, I wanted to match up with the best. And, right. and, and in order to, you know, see where you match up, you had to match up with the best. So I was like, right. sure, like if, if I need to guard the best player every night, man, that's what I'm going to do. And right. now I want to see what he got because right. I know I can play, but I want to see what the, who the best is out here. Right. And, you know, him having that confidence in me to put me out there and match me up against the best players every night, you know, it did wonders for me. And, you know, I still have that fight that he gave me now at the age of 35 playing basketball, really? man. It's like, no, nah, I'm not going to let nobody just just score on me any, any kind of way or do me any kind of way. And, like, right. he's he installed that in me earlier. Right, right. Freshman year. So, you know, nah, playing nah, for you... him was an honor. And he had that fire. He had a fire that I've never seen out of anybody. Yeah. It, it was incredible to, to watch him coach and watch him go crazy <laughs> hey bro i tell people all the time man like like you said we talking about it now man regards to 
because there's no fans, so you hear exactly what he says. And a lot of times, he, he ain't talking to nobody on the court. He's talking to everybody on the bench. So you got to turn around. And so everybody going to hear all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I, I hey, that's why I was trying to get off that bench. I was trying to get <laughs> off the bench. <laughs> hey, bro, because he said. He come hey, down. Because some of the stuff he say, man, it don't even no, don't let go. Chris, Is it fly? Don't let well. It don't matter. Chris mess up, he coming after me. <laughs> Whoever, a Ken ain't mess up, you was getting it. <laughs> it didn't matter. Hey, bro, you ain't lying, man. He was letting all of us have it about what they was doing on the court. Hey, bro. Like I tell people all the time, because people always ask me, man, how was it playing for Gary, man? And how was he like? And a lot of people yeah. get, get it misconstrued because they don't interact with him like we do. So they only see that yeah. outside, Gary, you know, Coach Will, he he real quiet. If he don't know you, he, he ain't yeah. going to have too many words for you. But with us, he'll joke around, clowning. Yeah. You know, a lot, a lot of people don't get to see that side of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't. Um, for you, man, as, as, a freshman, as, a, as, as a freshman coming in, man, and like you said, we won the ACC championship. What was that experience like for you? Because that was your freshman year when we did that. You know, my sophomore year, I had, you know, Blake and them. But I met, like, you coming in as a freshman, we doing that and that experience. What did it, how was it for you and that your experience and what did it do for the rest of your career at Maryland? Like in regards to like your attitude, the mentality and everything. That was, that was big time uh, for me as a freshman. And I think even for you guys who, who, who were just, cause we were still young. We, you guys were right. just sophomores. So mm -hmm. we all were still young. And I think that did, that did wonders for our confidence. Cause we was losing a lot before the ACC tournament, but we were in a lot of games and we were competing and we were getting better every day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to see all that come, come to life, like into the ACC tournament and, and we go on and beat Duke finally and, and win the tournament. Oh man. I mean, that, that gave us so much confidence. I mean, we was, I mean, we, <laughs> I mean, I was, I was just a freshman, but once we won that, and we going into the tournament, I'm thinking like, oh yeah, we can go all the way. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. We didn't yeah. beat Duke, we didn't beat Wake Forest, we didn't beat all these top teams. We can go all the way. That's what right. I was thinking. And you know, I mean, it just doesn't happen like that. It didn't happen like that. But I mean, that experience gave us so much, gave me so much confidence. I believe that, hey, we can beat anybody now. Like, right. we didn't we didn't beat Duke. Like, right. we couldn't beat them all year. And we finally did it. And, and they ranked one or two or whatever they was ranked. Oh, we can go mm -hmm. all the way. Right, right, right. Now nah, that was that was def that was definitely an experience, man, for sure, man. Like, like I say, I tell people all the time, that was like one of my greatest experiences in basketball. Period. Because what we had to do had to beat Chris Paul away yeah. for us. That wasn't no easy task. Then you had me down by twenty yeah. against NC State with Julius Hodge and them. Julius and, and Hodge, then, <laughs> he was a monster. <laughs> hey, bro, we we, we got to deal with them. And then you talking about the next day we got Duke and got to play them with the mob they had. And, and then we had to play double over. Yeah. We had to go to overtime, like you know what I mean. So, yeah. so that was spirit. Like I said, my typical time experience is crazy, man. It's definitely it's, it's in the it's in the ACC history books for sure, for sure. You know what I mean. Yeah, so we basically sure. made history. You know, we basically made history, man. We got a chip. We got an ACC championship, yeah. man. Since two thousand, since nineteen eighty four. So you know, I mean, that experience was crazy, yeah. man. And now I be going to tailgates. And I be talking to some of the alumni and the boosters, man, the fans, and hearing uh -huh. their stories, bro. Man, bro, yeah. hearing, hearing their stories about that weekend, man, and what they experienced, man. About that like, weekend, right? Bro, that, it changed my 
it, it, it gave me a chance to look on on, on the outside, bro. Because you know we playing, we in it. We don't, yeah, we don't we get playing, and you get that outside experience. Yeah, bro. They talking about man, how they we were down by twenty, everybody was leaving, and then people started screaming, they, they started coming leaving. back in. <laughs> I you bet people mean? bought tickets for one day. <laughs> they thought right. we was out after one day. Exactly that whole experience, man. But what, what coach always told us, and what we told ourselves, man, it was just about us in the locker room. We couldn't focus yeah. on what the papers were saying, especially back then. Like you said we were young, so a lot of people was yeah. killing us. You know what I mean? We about how we play our up and down season. So we had so much going yeah. on to the point we had to we had to shut down everything on the outside and just focus on everything on the inside in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so so for, hey, for, hey for you though, man, like. What, okay, you had your Merlin career, man. Had a, had a, had a great career there, man. Now you're talking about that draft process. What was that process like for you, man? Because like you said, man, you had to put that work in, and you got to a point where now you you in position now. You in position to make your dreams come true. So what was that process like? And then hearing your name called, like, what was that that whole process like, man? Uh, it was it was all surreal, man. Like. Straight up, it was it was a surreal experience. I was uh, this what I had been working for the, my my whole career at Maryland, you know. And after my soft, I mean, middle of my sophomore year, I tear my ACL. I come back my junior year, don't really have a great season because I'm playing the one, and you know, I'm just not a hundred percent coming off of ACL that first year. So that second year, I kind of locked in. I mean, my senior year, I kind of locked in and was like you know, hey, I didn't come all the way to Maryland to not be able to have a shot, you know, for not to be able to, first of all, our first thing was to, to get back to the tournament. And we did that, we had a good season, we got back to the tournament. And then was to have a shot at the draft. And and one, one guy that pushed me every day was Grievous Vasquez, man. I tell you, we used to get in, in fist fights, playing one-on-one. His passion and his fire was so annoying to me, <laughs> but I loved it. I loved it because it pushed me. And I, without him, I would have never had a chance to make it to the league because he pushed me every day, every day, trying to beat me in one-on-one, him beating me. And then I'm like, nah, we're we not leaving this gym until I, I get a win. So he pushed me every day. We pushed each other. And then that whole draft process, like I was going through the process and, you know, I was, I was doing my thing and went, worked out for 12, 15 teams and, you know, getting my name called was uh, another unbelievable experience. It was just, you know, uh, I, I did it. I, I was one of, one of 60 to, to get called that night. You know, it don't matter where you, where you get called is if you get called or not. And um, I got called and then it was, that's when the real work started after that. Right, exactly, man. Like you said, man, it, it don't it don't matter what, what number you get called at, man, because you see a lot of examples like a Gilbert Arenas going the second round yeah. didn't have a, the career he yeah. had, you know what I mean? And then even with you, man, like you played in the league for a number of years, you know, you had that experience. So what was that like? Now you go from the high school experience at, at modern day, then you go to Maryland. Mm -hmm. so you had, that, that was a transition. But now you got another transition to the league, something that you always wanted to get to. Now you there. So what was that process like, man? How was that experience? Thrown in the fire. Thrown <laughs> right in the fire. You, you, you put me on a team like, I ain't go to a young team. I went to a team that just went to the Western Conference Finals that if, 
if Amari doesn't step on the floor and get and get thrown out, and, and Boris Dia, I think, get thrown out of that game seven, they might be San Antonio and go to the NBA Finals. Right. So I'm, I'm getting thrown in on that team right there. And then we added Shaq. So it's like, it, it's like okay, now, now I'm at a, at a whole different level. Like now I'm with superstars. Right. And you got to carry yourself a certain way. You got to do things a certain way and prepare a certain way and just watching how they prepare every day and how everybody has their own little superstitions and, you know, everything's got to, something's got to be this way. And, you know, the way these guys compete, man, it was, uh, it, it was, it was crazy because it was just a whole different level, man. It was a whole different level of, of basketball. It was, the basketball was the easy part. It was everything right. else, preparing and doing all this and the scouting and the tape and the, and the, everything was just different, man. That's that's crazy. I know. I know you. I know you played with. Uh, you played against. Played against Kobe. You know, because I saw somebody post uh, some not too long ago. You played against Kobe. What was that experience like, man? The late great Kobe, rest in peace. How, what was what was that <laughs> experience? What was that experience like, man? So, so, I think it was like, or maybe it might've been Shaq's first game with us because we traded for Shaq halfway through the season. So it might've been his first or second game with us. And we played the Lakers on TNT and it was a big time game. I'm thinking, I'm not getting in this game because I know Dan Tony, he's going to put me, I know when he was going to put me in, you know, I was going to play against Minnesota and teams right. like that. If we play right, the Lakers, right. you're not getting in. <laughs> right, so right, right. I'm just chilling, watching, I'm watching the show. Kobe is killing <laughs> He's going crazy. <laughs> he hitting him with the left hand, dunking three. I'm like, oh, okay. This is the real deal right here. This is Kobe. Yeah, so he, he's out there killing it. I'm just on the bench. It's the third, come the third quarter. It's like middle of the third quarter. I'm just chilling on the bench. And like uh, my boy, Alondo Tucker, he's sitting next to me. And, and I guess Dan Tony called my name. And I'm like, and he's like, Dan Tony called you. I'm like, no, no, man, he ain't called me. Stop playing. You about to have me run up there, take my stuff off, and look crazy. Right. <laughs> so, so he's like, DJ, get in the game. I'm like, oh, okay. I snap off my pants, throw my joint. I get in the game. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, you got Kobe. I'm like, what? I'm like, you got like 30. <laughs> I'm like, he already cooking. There's nothing I can do. Oh, so the man. first possession, Kobe swing through on me, go right. I do my patent and take a charge on him, like, ooh. And I I'll get hyped. Like I'm thinking it's college days. I get hyped. I'm like, ah. I said, I said, oh yeah, look, it's right in front of our bench. So I look at our bench in front of Rajah Bell and all them. I said, yeah, he's not that real. I said, he's not that real. Hey, we walking down court. <laughs> he pat me on my butt. He said, I hope your daddy's watching. <laughs> and he proceeds to give me about 12 straight points. I was like, oh, wow. Hey, bro. He gave me bucket after bucket after bucket. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, yeah, that, that's, my, that's my welcome to the league moment right there. <laughs> hey, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because I, I know how you used to get, bro, when you get hyped. So you, hey, that's crazy, yeah. bro. But, but I heard he hit a lot of people like that, man, with that. Like, they talking trash, whatever. He's like, all right. Like, say a little something to him. That's crazy, you know, bro. Yeah, the late great Kobe. Rest in peace, man. Oh, man. He was a monster, man. Who who, 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 who else, man, that, that you either looked up to, man, or 
you know, being watched on TV, that was like, man, they was tough. And then you actually got to play against them. Or who did you, like, looking forward to? I know Kobe probably was one of them. But getting into the league was like, man, I can't wait to play against them or that team or that player. Uh, man, I think I think everybody's was AI. Oh, man. AI was, a, I mean, he was an, he, he's, he's an icon, man. And, you know, getting matched up on him, it's like, your knees start to buckle. Like you don't know what he's gonna do. So you like, right. <laughs> I mean, when you get matched up on him, that's that's when you like, that's when you see the real life. Like, okay, am I ready for this? Right, you know? right. Yeah, that was that was a big matchup for me that, that I was looking forward to. And I think just playing in, in the in the garden again, like against the mm. Knicks. I mean, I played in the garden before, but against the Knicks in the garden, yeah, yeah that was a that's a big experience too. Oh man, yeah, that's that's crazy. But yeah, I, yeah, that garden, man, that garden is different. People, hey, that playing that garden, bro, hey, that's a, that's a different, it's a different, type, it's a different type of game, man. Especially, I ain't, I ain't yeah. playing against the Knicks, but I know you're talking about like playing against the Knicks, man, and their fans, man. I can just only imagine. So, yeah, yeah. so, so now, so now you 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 had that NBA experience, but then you 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 uh, transitioned overseas, transitioned overseas. What was the first thing you played with over there when you went? Uh, Fortitudo, Bologna. How was, that ex- how, how, how was that experience? How was that that experience? And then your career overseas to, to this point, like how was that experience, you know, coming from the NBA, man, and going over there, and then now you got your family, like that whole experience for you? It's, it's, it's com- two different worlds. That's, that's really what it is. It's two different worlds. Like they, in Europe, they do things totally different than they do in the NBA. So if you can't adjust to that, then you're not gonna you're not gonna have any success, and I think one of my old heads, Khalid Alamine, when I came over, when I first mm-hmm. came over, I played with him. Great, he went man. to UConn. That's my man. Yeah, uh, good dude too. Yeah, great dude, man. Great dude. Uh, he told me like, you know, if you can't adapt to you know their culture and start and, and try to fit into what they're doing and how they play, then you're gonna have a short career overseas too, and you. You're gonna miss out on a lot of money or, or or a lot of basketball, not even a lot of money, a lot of basketball that you wish you were gonna be able to play later in your career, later in your life. And I was like, Yeah, that is true. Like going back in years after years, I'm like, yeah, that was true, what he was saying. So being overseas was is different. They play basketball different. It's more of a it's like college basketball with grown men. That's really what it is. Right. They pack the paint. You got to be able to make jumpers, and you know they're all about respect and you know just doing things the right way. And, and it's kind of like college. It's kind of like college for grown men, really. Right, and and, that, and that's what I tell people, man. Especially the younger guys, man, that's going overseas or trying to go overseas, like that. Man, adapting to that culture is huge. I mean, ain't even talking about the basketball stuff. The basketball stuff is kind of yeah. easy. I mean, yeah, you got to learn the game. It's more fundamentally sound over there. But the culture, man, yeah. what they do off the court, the language, the food, yeah. hanging out with them, all that stuff, man, that stuff, you can be killing on the court. But if you ain't adapting or they don't like you, or you ain't adapting to their yeah. culture or, or fitting in with them gonna off the court, they, they get you out of there, man. And a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. Like you said, man, it's, it's all inclusive. Like if you're in the league, it's a little different because you kind of can just leave and go about your business and it is what it is. Yeah. Whereas you overseas, yeah. you got to, it's, it's everything, basketball, what you're doing off the court, hanging out with the teammates, um, yeah. everything, man, everything. Yeah, yeah, true. Like what I tell all the young dudes that uh, 
that I talk to sometimes. I, I say, you, you better you better love basketball, man, because you're going to have to deal with a lot of stuff off the court that is that has got nothing to do with basketball. Nothing. And that is going to be uh, affected. That's going to affect your play. Right. So you better love basketball because you're going to have to deal with a bunch of other stuff that ha- that is just, you're like, why? Why do I have to deal with this? It has nothing to do with basketball, but they think it does. So you gotta, you better love it if you want to come over here and play. You better love basketball, man. Exactly, man. I, like you said, man. I, when I talk to the kids, man, I talk to the youngins, or talk to guys that's over there that's trying to have longevity. I said, man, it's it's everything, man. You can you you can kill and all that, but when you lose, I mean, they blaming you. When you win, it's a team thing. But when they when you lose, oh yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> It's your, it's your yeah, fault, it's your you know what I mean? And then, then yeah. they don't have like back-to-back bad games and y'all lose, and they might be calling somebody at halftime to, to get you up, to get you Trying out of there. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it's it's cutthroat, so you gotta, you gotta, man, you gotta seal yourself as a, as a good person first, man. Like if, if you're a good teammate and a good person, they gonna look past all, some of those bad games or whatever and, you know, you're going to still be able to show and prove yourself. But if you're a bad teammate and you ain't hanging out with your teammates and you think you're the man, like, that's the number one. If you think you're the man, you're done. Yeah, right, right. You have to get that out quick because, you know, over in uh, Europe, they have their domestic players that they want to be the man. So whatever country you're in, them domestic players is the man. So you got to adapt to them and say, okay, I'm up under you guys. Right, right. And like you said, man, <clears throat> I done been around, I, been, I done been in situations where if that main domestic player don't like you, I don't care how yeah. good you are, they don't like you, they're going to the coach like, and they're going to the president because that's their people. They're going to they yeah. look out for their that's people. That's their people because they all got connections together. Bro, I'm, 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 I'm down in Venezuela playing. I'm in Venezuela. This is like my first year playing overseas, bro. I had about 35 and a half. I'm going I'm to pay my man at home, like my big OG, uh, he, man, won, the, won cups with them and everything. Uh, he, yeah. he hurt, so he ain't back at home, but he telling me everything they said on TV after the game. He's like, man, like, bro, you was on pace to break a record because I had 35 and a half, and then I was on pace, you know, yeah. I was on, hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I wasn't missing at, you hey, bro. When I, hey, hey, Gre- Grievous hit me up. He's like, yo, bro, like, man, like, they, they told, hey, yo, when I say front, I'm doing everything, the threes. I'm, doing, I'm just in my mode right now. But at the same time, yeah. we have, we have the, uh, the um the uh the, the main players on the, team, the national team players on the bench and I got about four in my position. Uh-huh. Oh man, yeah, bro. I played about two minutes nah. in the second half, man. I played about two minutes in the second half, bro. So, hey, and we lost the game. Hey, I was a hey, I was hot, bro. I was hot because like hey, you said, that's, those national players they had to say so. Look, that's been that's been my whole career, but I just learned to be like, okay, well I'm a when I'm out there, I'm gonna get mine off, and then when I'm on the bench, I'm gonna be like this. Right. Hey, look. Right, and it has, and like you said, it's all about adapting to that because, like I said, I was yeah. young, so I was like, I was mad after the game. I'm, I'm mad. I'm in my feelings. You know, I'm, sure. I'm going to the coach. I'm looking at the coach like, man, we lost because you kept me out the game. Like I'm, I'm in my feelings, but the, the overall bigger picture was understand. understand some of him. Yeah, I don't. He he rather take an L in the game just to keep them happy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but like you said, like you said, it's everything. Out, it's it's a whole package there when you go overseas or go play professionally over out I me mean, overseas, man. Because it's a yeah. lot that goes into it, man. Everything you have to be not just a, not just a great basketball player or good basketball player. You have to have character. 
Yes, yeah, so like you said, man, that, that 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 hanging out with them, you know, even if some stuff you don't want to do, you gotta do it. Gotta do you it. Gotta like you do said, it. man. And you've you've been playing for how many years? How many years you know the season now, bro? Playing this professionally for you. Playing professionally for 13 years? Four, 14, 14 professional. Hey, hey bro, like man, like so yeah. now you got you got your family, man. You got your kids. How mm -hmm. was that, man? Yeah. You know, dealing with them and traveling, and I know they travel with you a lot, but what is that experience like, man? Man, it's been everything. Like just seeing your kids grow up and uh, every day with you in another country and they going to, my son, he's going to Spanish school. He come back and talking some Spanish to me. I'm like, hey, what you talking about? <laughs> he's like, dad, you don't, know, you don't speak no Spanish? I'm like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, like to see him growing up like that, man, in a, in a whole different place, a whole different way that I different than I grew up than any of us grew up. Like, right. he's going to Spanish school, eating different foods. Like, he's a whole Spanish kid. Like, it's it, it's it's unbelievable. Like that. I mean, it just uh, it, it makes me happy that I'm able to give him that experience. And then, you know, before when they was going to the games and stuff, like, you know, he he like gonna bring his ball and he like I'm, I'm going when you go dad like I can't just come to the game I gotta go early when you go and I'm trying to get shots up I'm trying to do so like just seeing them grow and seeing them through that experience and then everything you know that I mean you you can't even beat that experience like that's one of the best experiences that that a life can give you is seeing your son grow up in another country speaking another language enjoying it not right. not sad enjoying right. it and right. still wants to play basketball right and like you said man that's that's definitely huge man because you see that same thing happening with, with kobe i mean kobe with that same situation dad's overseas playing ball man yeah and he living overseas you know what i mean like his whole life pretty yeah. much was raised up overseas until he got to what high school middle school high school so like you said yeah. man i mean that could be the same situation so what what was what was been the best country you played in so far man like what's been your best experience like playing overseas like what's been the your favorite country so far and that whole experience? Uh, man, probably two. Probably Istanbul and Turkey. Turkey. You know, Turkey. We had some great teams there. We had some some good, uh, some great players that I played with there. And then in Athens, Greece. Athens, Greece was amazing, man. It was an unbelievable place. Country, food, basketball, the fans is crazy there. Like the fans of you walk into Starbucks and I played for a team called Olympiacos and James Giss played for the other Not side. The mm -hmm. Yeah. So I walk into Starbucks and our fans will tell you, hey, don't lose this game. You don't like, and be serious, like, don't lose this game. We will come find you if, if you lose this game. <laughs> you like, hey, I'm just coming to get a coffee. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, but they're serious. They're serious. They will come and try to fight the whole team if you lose to them. It's, it's, they die for this. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I, I played in, uh, I experienced some Istanbul and I was over in Greece too, over in, I was in Athens, I was in Kabbalah too. I was you over were, in Athens. You were, was, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was over there. I was, matter of fact, we played against James. Matter of fact, Landon was over there too. Landon was uh, over there as well. When Landon I was, over, was me, over there too, yeah. It, hey, it, it was me. Terrell Stokely was on the same team. It was us two on the same team. James and Pathanakos and Landon, um, I forget the name of the team Landon yeah. was with. But yeah, we he, over there. He was in Pantheonios, I think. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly yep. He was over in that team, man. So we played against James, James and them once when I when I got there. I came from a nut somewhere else. Then I came uh to Greece and we played against James one time. They played against Landon. So just like you said, man, just us all there together, man, kicking it, not just on the game, but going out, hanging out, you know how Greece yeah. is, bro. <laughs> you know yeah. how Greece is, you know, how, you know how Turkey yeah. is, man. So like man, Turkey's like my second home. I still got friends over there, like family, man. Um, man. but definitely, but hey, but definitely two of the greatest countries to not just basketball, but just life so, off of it, you so, know. But just life, just life. You, you have a good life if you live in there. Like it's easy. It, yeah. It's not a really a big adjustment from from America. Right, right. So when, when's your next game over there? Because I know y'all had. I know you said you had that. Y'all had the cups last week, right? Or was it Euroleague last year? Last yeah. Week? So we we got this. We got this week off, and then we playing. Our next game is on. I think in two weeks on the twenty seventh. So we don't play for a while. So we got a couple of days off. Okay. So what what is what has been like for you over there, man? Because I know I know my my overseas is right. I ain't go through that, but with COVID and all, man, like they still let a lot of fans come to the games, or like how how is life <laughs> nah, over there right now, bro? Man, it it's it's totally different, man. It's right now. You you have to love basketball more than anything because that's all you do. You go play basketball and you come home and you go play basketball and you come back home. And like, I played some games with no fans because our fans probably got kicked out a couple games and yeah. we had to play one game with no fans, but playing every game with no fans is hard, bro. It's hard. It is hard. It's hard to find energy and motivation every game with no fans because you know, sometimes you come and you like, man, I'm not really feeling, feeling it today, but then you, right, right. you, the fans get you going, you like, oh, okay, well, yeah, well, exactly. okay, I can hoop today, right, right, I can hoop right. today, but it's none of that. You got to find a way to make your, create your own energy. And like, I try trash talking to people, but I'm, I'm mostly, I'm the old dude. Now I'm mostly friends yeah. with all these dudes. Now yeah. so I know everybody. If I start talking <laughs> trash, they're like, come on, DJ, stop it. <laughs> Right, right, like, right. Yeah, twenty three no more, man. You stop it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. Like you said, man, you 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 the OG overseas right now. You the OG right now, man. You like you thirty five, man. So how many how many more years you yeah. think you you got to play or that you want to play before you like, man? I'm I'm good now. You just gonna keep going until you can't go no more. Man, I think no, no, no. I think I'm gonna play one more year after this one, and and then I'm done. And then I'm done. I want to get one more year in, and and that's it. Man, that's what's up, man. Man, you you played, man, 14 years, man. I think I only did about 11, 12, man. But like you said, man, basketball definitely did so much for us, man. Not just for us, man, but for our our yeah. families, man, our kids, man. That that experience, like your sure. your kids, your your kids and that experience, they never gonna forget that. You know, I talking to my kids about yeah. that now. Maybe we were talking about stories when they was over there. Oh, I remember his kids that. But like you said, man, basketball, man, it took us places, man, that we probably never even thought about or dreamed about. Never, man. It's a, it's definitely been a blessing. So, you know, I'm just gonna continue to take advantage of it while I can. And you know, once it once it's over, it's over. So you you got to be prepared for that as well because I mean, it's gonna end one day. But you know, as long as I can continue to play and I'm healthy, you know, I'm uh try to play one more. Man, that's what's up, man. Hey, man, I know you got a busy schedule, man. Got to get back to the fam. I definitely appreciate you coming got, on the Go Turf. Always got time for you, man. <laughs> hey, now, hey, now, real talk, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you what you what you 
Man, even that energy when you was at Merlin, man, hanging out, kicking it, man, just the, the support, man. And, and I love to see what you're doing now, man, spending time with the fam, man, and still killing on the court at your age, bro. And that's big time, man. Um, nah, for real, man. So I, I appreciate you coming on with the Go Turfers with Travis Garrison and Field of Six State Networks. Um, tell everybody to subscribe, man. You know, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's going to be streaming on Twitter at the Field of 68. Um, like I said, bro, now I really appreciate your time, man. I know, I know how it can be overseas, man, and the time difference. Because this is what time is it over there right now? It's about 8.45. Okay, it's not bad. So it's still right, early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but now, now, real talk, bro. I appreciate you taking time out your day, man, to come holler at me, man. I appreciate you, bro. Can't wait to come kicking with you, man. You know, when you back in LA, man, whenever you get back home, man. So, man, let's let's definitely catch up, man. But I appreciate you, bro. Definitely, Definitely, man. I I appreciate you having me on. You know, this is a uh, congratulations on on this platform, too, man. And you know, I'm gonna be checking it out. I'm I'm subscribing, I'm checking them out. You know, I want to hear all. I want to hear all my boys on here. I want to hear all the stories. I want. I want to hear some crazy stories because we got some. And I know some. <laughs> so it's a lot of dudes that are crazier than me that's gonna say it too. I already know, bro. Nah, it's you definitely. Know. I got. I, I got a lot more people coming on, bro. So this just definitely. I know you got fun, the lineup man. coming up. <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely been fun, man. And uh. Man, hey, good luck to you the rest of your uh, season, man, and career, bro. And let's definitely uh, stay up, man. Keep in touch, man. Come and check you out for the first. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All up. All right. All right, bro.